It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And just like that, week three is upon us. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, and the Cardinals 2-0. First time since 2015. This football season, it's different, not just for the Cardinals, but because Pepsi's here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day to become a member of the League of Football Watchers. I'm a member of it. I watch Thursday Night Football, the Man Cave, stocked full of delicious, refreshing Pepsi. These passionate fans, they're the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch the game. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. It's Bo Brock. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Bob Brack, at LockdownAZCards. My co-host, Alex Clancy, rejoins the podcast after a day off. He's at Clancy's Corner. Alex, Cardinals 2-0. Looking at 3-0, I talked about it yesterday in the podcast. Is Week 3 a trap game? I don't think so. Uh, One thing that's been lacking from this team over the last several seasons, Bo, is stability, both mentally and on the field. Um, I think they have that now. And I think that we see across all sports that athletes coming up are more ready for the big stage at a younger age than we've ever seen. And Kyler Murray is, he's the poster child for stability, level-headed, you know, mindfulness of where he is, where the Cardinals want to be, and the fact that they're not there yet. So I would say no. I would say no, if I had to guess one or the other. I think everybody knows what the expectations are, although heightened, that they're not supposed to go 16-0. and They're not supposed to win a Super Bowl this year. They're just supposed to get better and continue the, the the stretch that they're on. Yeah, I mean, it's inevitable that they're going to have a misstep, right? I mean, it happens each and every season. That's why the cliche, any given Sunday, is out there. It's because, especially at the professional level, any given Sunday, another team can kind of pop you in the mouth, come away with a shocking win. And I think the Arizona Cardinals are obviously not immune to that. And uh, as far as traps are concerned, I think we're just kind of getting a little, as the each game approaches, you can kind of, you get paralysis by over-analysis, and sometimes things scare you, whether it's the, you know, the Detroit offense. Last week it was the Washington defense. And then you kind of realize once, the, once they kick off the football, Washington's not a very good football team. I think we're going to realize that come Sunday against Detroit. Uh, coming up on this episode of Locked On Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, we'll kind of get into the intangibles of this one. But how big of a problem is Matthew Stafford and this Lions receiving core going to be for the Cardinals defense We'll eventually answer whether the Cardinals can avoid the dreaded trap game. Full game predictions, offensive and defensive players of the game. It's all coming up. But the Lions defense, it's not that good. Is it time for this Arizona Cardinals offense to take their game into the stratosphere? That's your Locked On Cardinals lead story on Bo Brock along with Alex Clancy. This Lions defense, Alex, is the 2019 Cardinals defense. Remember how bad that was? They couldn't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't get off the field. They are, what, 30th as far as points allowed. They've uh, given up, I think, the 28th most yards against. 
They're just, uh, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, they are just an absolute issue. And the reason that Detroit is once again uh, looking at another lost season. It's brutal. Matthew Stafford should win Citizen of the Year every year. I mean, you look at that crap box of a franchise, and there are two kind of crap box franchises, one of which is always in the spotlight, and one of which is just um, irrelevant. I'll take irrelevancy as as a crap box franchise over uh, negative relevancy, and that's that's what the lines have been for a long time. And, yeah, this year, I mean... Chicago's offense in the fourth quarter of week one looked like, you know, the 2013 Denver Broncos, you know, the the best offense ever put on the field numbers wise. And I just don't see a situation where the Cardinals can slip up here. I just don't see it. And and a better question is, especially with this week and and staring down this defense, which is so bad. And and they, they're, they're not just, you know, susceptible to the pass. They're susceptible to the run. Like they, they just can't stop anything. And if you want more insight on that, Matt Derry joined us for a crossover Thursday yesterday. And he he was hilarious when he was breaking it down, but it was also sad because we've been there before where this defense is just, it's comical just how bad they are. Uh, But it begs the question, you know, we've seen some, Decent performances, I think. I mean, we were encouraged. Obviously, we're talking about Kyler Murray already throwing the way-too-early MVP discussion. We love what we've seen through two games from DeAndre Hopkins. He's absolutely the truth that we thought he was when they acquired him this offseason. But I think that this is a game where the stars are aligning where they could drop a 40-burger. Well, do you think that it's – to combat your question, do you think that it's too early – to have those expectations on an offense that, let's be honest, hasn't been great this year. You know, like for for what we think this offense could be eventually, Kyler Murray hasn't looked uh, polished. I know there's a lot of new moving pieces, getting Christian Kirk back integrated, getting DeAndre Hopkins obviously in there, moving Andy Isabella in, trying to figure out the backfield with uh, Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds and their their timeshare. Like... We we talked and we we mentioned this earlier in the week that Kyler up the seam hasn't been uh, efficient. He's missed wide open receivers and 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 by a long shot. So could could you see them put up five or six touchdowns? Yeah, you could see that any week. We haven't seen much this year, and I know the defenses have been pretty good, even though the full talent of the teams they've played uh, hasn't been great. But aside from Kyler Murray's legs. I want to see something. I just want to see the next step taken. I'd love to see them put up 30, but like a like a convincing 30. Long drives, convincing touchdown drives, convincing 30, I'd be happy with. Here's a couple of things, and we're nitpicking, right? I mean, it's first place problems. Yeah. I mean, but we, we've seen a second-year quarterback take a giant step forward through two games despite – Having these issues, yeah, can he be better as far as hitting the seam route down the middle of the field? Absolutely. Can he be more efficient, more consistent, looking downfield instead of having to tuck it and run? I think that that would take this offense to another level. Uh, We've seen these lulls in the third quarter to start out the second half each of the first two games, and they still put up 24, 30 points in the second game. Won the game against Washington. It was in hand the entire second half despite Washington outscoring them 15 to 10. I think that this this de- this offense 
needs to screech out of the driveway right now. Like they need to just hit hit the gas immediately and just don't look back and just be and show that they are they have every bit as much firepower as we believe and that they are a threat each and every week to put up 30 plus points. And, and, and against the defense like this, they need to kind of flex a little bit, maybe even approach 40. I, th- I think that, that, that this defense is that bad, and if this offense wants to be its calling card, that this is the opportunity for it. What do you think is the main catalyst for that happening? I think it's more decisiveness. You, you, I thought you'd said it pretty well, and it might have been week one. Following week one went over the Niners was – it was like watching get jazz, right? There was there was a lot of good things coming at you, but there was like no clear path, or there was no like, like, like there was no consistency to it. There was no continuity to it. Sure, they were putting up points, but they were coming in different ways, which is good. But what I want to see is just a well-oiled machine, and that might be asking too much in week three. But when you look at this matchup, there's just really nobody on the defensive side of football that strikes fear into the the hearts and souls of the Arizona Cardinals. Players, fans, coaches, whoever it may be. I just think that the Arizona Cardinals just need to come out and just really, really put on a show uh, in, in passing the football, spreading it around, getting that balance, that, that pass rush balance. Uh, you know, I mean, like I said, defense can't, the defense can't slow anything down. Kenyon Drake needs to have his best game, and the receivers, not named DeAndre Hopkins, need to show up uh, and throughout the game hear their names called several times, not just a few times, uh, to, to show that, hey, they've got a bevy of, of, of weapons for Kyler Murray to take advantage of and, and show it in this, in this contest. I'm ready for the – yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm ready for another DeAndre Hopkins performance. Like, what do you have, 8 for 70 last week, something like that, 8 for 80, which is great. I mean, it's a good line. Like, what we said week one was he's going to have – well, I think I said it. I don't know if you necessarily agreed. I said – he could have a couple six for 60s, six for 65s throughout the year with no touchdowns. And it's it, nobody expected 14 for 151 or 152 week one. Um, but if he's going to be the number one, being the number one means you're Michael Thomas with New Orleans last year. Like you are getting 10 plus targets. You're coming down with eight plus balls towards 100 yards and a touchdown or, you know, averaging 0.4 touchdowns or 0.6 touchdowns a week. Like, that's something that I would like to see. If they put up 27 points or 29, 30 points, and DeAndre Hopkins has another 10 for 100 and a touchdown, I see that more of a win than putting up 40 points and having it, you know, having maybe a defensive touchdown or Kyler Murray running one in. Every game, DeAndre Hopkins can show that everybody knows he's getting the ball and he continues to get the ball is good for me. Regardless of how bad the secondaries are. Does yeah, that make sense? For sure. And as far as the, the offensive concern, and we haven't even approached this scenario, is if it falls flat, then what we what we believe to be true the first two weeks of the season, we're going to have to kind of reevaluate that come Monday if if there is some sort of issue on in week three against the Detroit Lions. It's definitely, you know, the Arizona Cardinals offense strength against the Detroit Lions defense, which is a weakness, Make sure you're following Locked On Cardinals podcasts on Google for all your Arizona Cardinals information, insight, daily Arizona Cardinals podcasts coming at you each and every week. Uh, Let's look at whether or not the Arizona Cardinals defense will be a strength against the Detroit Lions offense, or is that got the leg up in this matchup? 
We'll break it down. It's coming up. It's Locked On Cardinals. Help support your local businesses, whether they're your corner stores, coffee spots, or your favorite shops. Local businesses have been there on your team supporting you and your community. They remember your order, call you by name, always giving back, making a difference, and going that extra mile. But right now, more than ever, local businesses need your support. So let's be there for them. The next time you go shopping, help your team score and choose to shop at a local business. And while you're there, look for the contactless symbol to tap and pay with a contactless Visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the NFL. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. You can catch every snap from every game with full game replays and see all the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. You can relive all the gutsy calls, crazy catches, wild comebacks, and breakout stars from every game every week. It's all the action, all the football you can handle all in one place. And NFL Game Pass is the only place you can replay every game all season long. You'll also learn from the league's best players with over 40 NFL Game Pass film session episodes. Go inside the game with the player's perspective as they break down the game's concepts and techniques. Learn from the best like Deshaun Watson, Stephon Gilmore, Devontae Adams, and many more. NFL Game Pass also provides access to the entire NFL Films archive. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Arizona Cardinals seeking their first 3-0 and start since 2015. That was a magical year, Alex. It was like the, the best year that they've had almost in franchise history outside of their run to the Super Bowl. Started that season 3-0. and And when you look at this contest coming up against the uh, Detroit Lions, it's kind of similar to the Week 3 matchup that they played back in 2015. It was against a bad San Francisco 49ers team that they absolutely just crushed 47-7. to Now, is that going to happen Probably not that dominating of a win, but it's possible that they could have a lopsided victory here. It just depends on if Kenny Galladay is going to be a huge factor coming back, making a season debut for this Lions offense, in which Matt Stafford shows up. But how big a threat is this Detroit Lions offense to the Arizona Cardinals in their winless start to the season? It's huge. Uh, this is big. Like, I don't know. This isn't me overstating anything. This is the just right of under uh, of stating, I guess. Because here's the thing. The first two offenses the Cardinals faced were uh, dumpster fires that are on fire. <laughs> or, whether it be injuries or uh, the Washington football team. I mean, Terry McLaurin was the one shining light there with the streak across that made Patrick Peterson look like he was 65 years old. But this is a big boy offense. This is a real offense. This is a 1980s offense where you have a slew of running backs. You have an able-bodied quarterback with a big arm. You have two wide receivers. You have an X, a Y, and you have a tight end, all of whom can perform. So if you think that the defensive uh, uh, scheme that got the Cardinals two wins in the first two weeks will work this week, you are sorely mistaken. Because, say, hypothetically speaking, and it's not a stretch, that that uh, Patrick Peterson keeps Kenny Galladay to four for 60 and maybe a touchdown, but not something that is outlandish. That means that Marvin Jones could tear up Byron Murphy. Marvin Jones is one of the more underrated receivers in the league. Um, and... I have flashbacks, obviously, from week one last year, but where TJ Hawkinson had a career had a career day his rookie year. His, his the first game of his rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. And let's not forget about Danny Amendola, too. 
I mean, they have receivers. They have a receiving core that, what, 30% of the NFL would could wish that they had? So this is not an offense that's a slouch. It's the defense that puts these guys in precarious situations on top of, you know, Matthew Stafford having a boneheaded play once or twice a game. It is wild when you look at last year's season opener that the Cardinals were able to come back and, and tie that game. I mean, the performance that Matt Stafford put up, 385, three touchdowns, the two guys that you mentioned weren't even the top receivers in that game as far as their top threats in Galladay and Jones. Uh, TJ Hawkinson and Danny Amendola both went over 100, both found the end zone. I mean, for whatever reason, and I think this is probably what Lions fans continuously seek out each and every week, is it disappears. And if the Arizona Cardinals defense can do what it's done the first two weeks where it's gotten stops, especially to start the second half, it should be enough to separate themselves in this contest to where the offense can take care of the rest of it the rest of the way. I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, when you look at just last last year, and, and you were there for Kyler Murray's professional debut, they go down 17-3 to going into the locker room at halftime. And the next thing you know, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, they put up 24 points in the second half, including 18 in the fourth quarter. And that's, you know, compared to the 10 points that the Detroit Lions were only able to muster in the second half. They were able to take care of business. If the Arizona Cardinals can do the same thing, I think the defense is what's going to kind of separate things. And for whatever, I don't know what it is. I mean, is it? I mean, we were talking about last year in this matchup against Galladay and Jones, these guys that were were kind of terrified of. It was Tremaine Brock and a rookie Byron Murphy guarding those guys, and they seemed to do enough. Now you've got guys like Devondre Campbell who can help slow down T.J. Hawkinson along with Buda Baker. Uh, and Drake Kirkpatrick, who's an improvement over Tremaine Brock, I think anybody with a pulse and wearing a uniform in the NFL is this year. And Patrick Peterson back in this defensive secondary, I just got to imagine, I mean, the only difference between last year's Lions offense and this year's is it, it an ageless Adrian Peterson, which he's okay. I mean, Bo, when it comes to, we don't know what this defense is yet. That's true. I understand that. So that's so that's really what it is. It's the I've tried to. I mean, I wish I could trademark this, but I can't. The excitement of the unknown happened when Kyler Murray got drafted. It's we've never we don't know what happened yet. We haven't seen anything on the field, so the sky's the limit. The fear of the unknown is kind of creeping in here because when we've looked over the last couple of seasons. This defense hasn't been great. And obviously in 2018, wasn't their fault. The offense was the, the, one of the worst in NFL history. Um, but just because the Cardinals are 2-0 and the defense played okay in the first two games does not mean that they're not in line to give up a 40-burger to Detroit's offense. You know, there's no... If I told you that the Cardinals gave up uh, three points or 40 points on Sunday, which would you believe more? Which would you bet on if there was one of the two? If you had to pick one of the two, three points. Oh, really? Okay, so you, so you have a lot more because uh, confidence. This, this, than group, I do with this, this group's part. been in place for a while now. I mean, it's it's not like they it's they didn't just get DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. They didn't just get Kenny Galladay and Adam to this this roster. He's been there for whatever reason. And it, it, it could be coaching. It could be just uh, you, you know them going out there and, and executing. I don't know what it is. Matthew Stafford. Is, is a competitor. I mean, I, I've seen him play enough to, to know that. But if the Arizona Cardinals come out 
and they take a big lead. At 0-2, I can tell you right now, the Lions will go away. I, I just don't I don't have a lot of faith, and I don't think Lions fans have a lot of faith, especially with the guy who's calling the shots as far as their head coach, Matt Patricia. I mean, yeah, they've squandered four straight double-digit leads for losses. If you just go out there and, and put put up some points early on and the defense gets stopped here and there, I mean, as you said earlier this week, Arizona Cardinals defense doesn't have to be great. It has to be competent. And if it's competent and the Arizona Cardinals offense can take care of business on the other side against a terrible defense, this should be a walk in the park. Yeah, it's just agreed for this week. You know, and then you look at next week, the defense at some point, and listen, Devondre Campbell has been the star of the show so far, especially with the expectations and the kind of the 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 rumblings around. Well, I don't really understand that signing. He hasn't been great so far. He's been great. Okay, Buda Baker has been great. He had the the monsters. How many tackles did he have in the first week? Fifteen. He he had a, he had a monster week one. Um, but again, we don't know enough. And yes, maybe because Detroit's defense is so bad that the Cardinals can get away with another average performance from uh, from the Cardinals defense but at some point they need to play a way that shows hey I don't care who the who the opposition is we're going to shut them down we're going to shut them down and if the Cardinals if they get into a shoot okay put it this way if they get into a shootout with the Lions I think the Cardinals lose that's what I think because that Detroit Lions offense as you mentioned has been in place for a while and Matthew Stafford is a gunslinger. I hate that term, but he's a gunslinger. And you may disagree with me, but if it gets into the 50s or the 60s in point total, I don't think the Cardinals win. Is this a Big 12 contest or an NFL contest? <laughs> I understand <laughs> that. And look, if the later it gets, in the, in, in the longer that the Lions hang around, the more dangerous they become, no doubt about it. And a, and a veteran quarterback that can make every throw you know, on the field – is dangerous. Absolutely. I understand that. But I think when I'm just looking at this and, and just how the, the Lions have historically performed, I just think that the Arizona Cardinals should absolutely have the edge in this contest. Now, enough speculation, right? Let's get into some full-blown predictions. Who you think is going to show up on the Arizona Cardinals offense? Who you think is going to show up on the Arizona Cardinals defense? The best players of the game on both sides of the football and a prediction for the Cardinals week three against the Detroit Lions. It's locked on Cardinals, Bo and Alex. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. There's going to be fans in the stands at State Farm Stadium when the Arizona Cardinals take on the Detroit Lions. It's going to be family and friends, I believe. Is it, It's around 700 people, Alex, that are going to be uh, taking this game in? 750. 750. And uh, how, how do they decide who gets to go in? Family and friends. Oh, that's a lot of family well, and friends. I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's. 53 times, oh, man, that's five five people, right? Yeah. Is that right? I don't even know. Is that my math, is my math right? Probably I not. I don't know. Let's, let, let's move on to things we actually kind of 
know something about. And let's get into the predictions. When we look at this game, it's obviously a strength in the Arizona Cardinals offense versus a weakness in the Detroit Lions defense. And then you've got, you know, the unknown of the Arizona Cardinals defense versus a very formidable offense, Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions. I mean, how do you see see it playing out come Sunday, Alex? Well, I'm going to ask you a question first b- b- before we do this because I'm I want to see where I am here and if I'm off off the radar a little bit. If you look at the four entities specifically, separately, Detroit offense, Detroit defense, Cardinals offense, Cardinals defense, do you put like I do Detroit's offense as number one? Cardinals offense 1A, Cardinals defense 3, and then the Detroit defense 4? Like, are, are we in a spot now where we can say this offense with Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, pretty much, and a couple running backs is better than Matthew Stafford, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson, and the running backs? Yeah, I give. I, I think the edge, the top-seeded you know, group here is the Cardinals offense. Okay, you do. So, But it's close. Like, you're looking at this offense. This is by far the best offense that the Cardinals have played against this year. Yes. Um, I just, I, I don't know. I, I would still, as one specific entity, I'm not sure I'm ready to say that the Cardinals are firing on every cylinder necessary to make them as potent of an offense as they can be through two weeks. And I know they played good fronts so far, defensive fronts so far. I'm still giving maybe a 0.5% upgrade over the Arizona Cardinals offense to the Detroit Lions offense. But the drop-off is severe from the Cardinals defense to the Lions defense. So the Cardinals are the better team, 1-53. to I just think this specific entity that is the strongest, I will give a slight edge to the Detroit Lions offense. I can't believe I'm saying that. But when it comes down to the matchups themselves, I think the Cardinals defense could turn this game into a rout. And if the cart, what the Cardinals need right now more than anything is to have a home game, regardless of how many fans are in the stands, a team flying across country who put a whooping on them for the first two and a half quarters of last season to just punish them. This is a perfect time for the Cardinals to say, you know what? We're here. We're here. We're ready. And you put it, you beat them 30 to 10. And you say, you know what? Our defense is here. Our offense is going to get better and better. And I'm sorry, Matthew Stafford, you're still the quarterback of an awful franchise. Right. And, and I think that the I think the points that the, the the Lions really do get in this game are cosmetic. I mean, it's the final score is gonna indicate, you know, the actual what what's gonna play out come Sunday. I think the Arizona Cardinals should win this one handily just like they did against Washington, but because it's it, you know, the Lions defense is Washington's offense. It's just bottom of the league uh lack of talent that the Cardinals need to expose for who they are and uh you know when I look at this game I think it's it's a 36 point potential for this offense maybe in a higher limit uh ceiling than that but I'll say that 36 and maybe the Lions you know add a touchdown late in garbage time and they can cut it to like 25 I think it's gonna be high scoring but the Arizona Cardinals need to come out and play efficient early on not misstep but obviously we know that hey they're not out of any game against Detroit because of how bad Matt Patricia has been coaching uh, when holding a double-digit lead, 7-7-1. Seven, seven, and one. But I think the Arizona Cardinals win this one handily. I look at the uh, defensive side of the football, Devondre Campbell, and him slowing down TJ Hawkinson and tight ends of, of Detroit. It's it's uh, That's kind of an X factor, I think, for the Lions with the talented receivers they have. Devondre Campbell has another solid week. That's my defensive 
player of the game for the Cardinals. And as far as on the offensive side of the ball, Kenyon Drake, I, I, I don't know if it's optimism. I hope he gets it going on the ground, finds pay dirt, and approaches the century mark as far as rushing yards. Yeah, that's interesting. And I, for my defensive player of the game, it's, as you said, the wishful thing, it's interesting. I think it's going to be Patrick Peterson. Because if he doesn't show today, if he doesn't show on Sunday that he's still a viable player in this league, the magnifying glass will get greater and greater it, under the microscope. I'm sorry. will get greater and greater and greater for him moving forward. And the teams are only going to get better that they're playing against. Yeah. If you can't supplant yourself against uh, crappier teams, like he didn't for the first two weeks, he's going to be lined up against Kenny Galladay. And if Kenny Galladay torches him, everything will be on the, do we trade Patrick Peterson now try to get something from, him, or just let him walk in the offseason? It's going to shift very quickly and it's going to be Steve Kime in the ivory tower saying oh man we're going to save so much money because we're not <laughs> going to have to give him a contract extension this is going to be incredible and if and this is his this may be the defining moment of the rest of his career is uh is Sunday because if he can really show up everybody's going to forget about everything bad that happened in 2019 and the first two weeks of this year all the storylines are going to read is Patrick Peterson is back and then I guess my offensive one, I think it's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Like, it was a down game for him in week two. I guess it was game flow. He got the touchdown pass early where he was wide open. I want to see a dominant performance from one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver playing right now with Michael Thomas Hurt against one of the worst secondaries in football. I want to see him show, hey, you know what? You mark this on the calendar for a reason. There's nothing that you guys can do schematically that's going to stop me. There you have it. We'll see how it plays out come Sunday. We're going to have immediate reaction with our Locked on Cardinals Monday podcast. We're going to get in the studio Sunday night. We'll give you our thoughts. That thing's going to be posted midnight. Uh, game kickoff, 125. It's on Fox. Brady Quinn, I believe Dick Stockton on the call as well. Uh, but it's that's going down Sunday. Can't wait to see what happens. Hopefully Arizona Cardinals can avoid that trap game. Pretty confident they can improve to 3-0. On their way, potentially, to, who knows, 4-0, 5-0 start. We'll see what the the sky, it's the limit for this Arizona Cardinals team early on. It's Bo, it's Alex. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Rack, at Lockdown AZ Cards. Please subscribe, follow along wherever you find your podcast. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy the games. It's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.